0: Welcome to Section 420, Talking Yankees, the podcast. Well, Gio Carlos stand decides to drop a few pounds to help with his hitting woes at the plate there. And Alex Verdugo uh, gets clean-shaven, gets the clippers out, and gets into Yankee moans, but removing the beard, which I kind of said he's going to have to. Done it already, done it early, and you probably see some of the photos out there. Yankees, of course, still waiting the wings on the Yamamoto decision. Inside tracks see that both the Yankees and the Dodgers are kind of the finals in the Yamamoto sweet six there. I'll kind of give you my take where I think he's going to end up. And, of course, Brian Cash making a couple of small moves, no big split there but moving out Billy McKinney who's like the newest former re-Yankee and now former Yankee again all within like a month or so which is kind of crazy and also staying in pirate land there uh, signing former pirates who leave with Dwayne Underwood uh, to a minor league contract and I'll kind of introduce him if you didn't hear of him before so a lot of good stuff to get into not major here but a little small ticky tack stuff so maybe you've been out holiday shopping or just kind of going down to Rockefeller Center visiting the tree or something that really has been paying attention to Get get you caught up in all the good stuff. So before we get started, as always, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. So whatever you're listening right now, uh, look for something that says subscribe, like, follow, hit that. And of course, this content also available the video version of the show uh, with some stuff you do, probably can't get here in the audio world. So we want to make sure you get stuff. So, so go over to YouTube, section 420, Talking Yankees, hit the subscribe button there as well and get notified when new episodes go up. Not as frequently as this in the audio side, but you want to get it all, get all the goodies there. So it's mentioned at the top that recently, Boone said that you know, he was in contact with constan and he liked what he was seeing, what he was doing with his you know, winter regiment. We didn't get any details really what that was, you know, I don't know if it was the, the batting cage in the basement there, but it turns out, uh, Stan decided he wants to drop uh, 20 pounds there. Uh, this kind of comes a repeat situation where in 2019 he had a lot of injuries, decided to drop 20 pounds, and he felt he was much healthier and, again, more serviceable in 2020. Now, made back for that season, obviously, he was the COVID-shortened 60-game season, but if you remember that postseason, uh, his body looked much more alive, had a couple of big home runs, had a big home run, remember, uh, in the Cleveland series there, and then again, also had a couple of shots in the Tampa series as well, but unfortunately for the Yankees, their postseason run went no further than Tampa there, but again, it was a little bit better version of Stanton. And it all kind of makes sense. You know, at 34 he shouldn't be dropping off this drastically. Uh, so there's something wrong. So whether it's a few pounds around the waist, that whether it's affecting his swing or around the legs or the thighs there, nevertheless, he needs to drop 20 pounds there now. I'll say shame on him a little bit that you should kind of know as a professional athlete where your fighting weight is, so to speak. Uh, so it's something you should have identified or not let him get to in the first place. But nevertheless, at least good he pointed out. At least has some sort of goal or some sort of plan to get better uh, because, again, you can't be... Hitting under 200, even if you're like 38 years old, you can't be hitting 200 there. Nevertheless, 34, we are still technically kind of post being your prime, even though maybe the prime years are coming out of there. You should not be hitting that low. So hopefully that's something you identified and you can f- fix and get better with. So that's the stand issue there. Now of course the newest Yankee, Alex Verdugo, you might have seen some of the pictures. Got himself cleaned up. Of course had the little beard going there. With Boston Red Sox, the red beard for Boston. Again, the perfect fit there. But of course the Yankees, you can't have that. So um, ready going with the facial uh, hedge clippers there. So I kind of like it though. You know trying to like. Report Report to duty right away as a Yankee, even though you're still far away from spring training. But you want to get that Yankee look. So I just like that, you know, he got that out of the way. This just kind of shows you want to report to duty and you're ready all set to go with your new team. Uh, I guess I just think that's a good sign there versus, yeah, you know, he could probably get dragged it out even longer if he wanted to. But he kind of wants to get that Yankee look right away. And I guess it's important because, you know, kind of discuss it more on the most recent YouTube episode. There's some issues that supposedly, you know, up in the Boston, they say he really didn't hustle as much, and he had that one issue where he came late to a game, and I really just put the fire out on that right away, because I felt, if you go into a new team, you're going to be in your tip-top shape, you want to make a good first impression, and you're not in your own world, you don't know where you are right now, and you're not going to just kind of be slacky there, so I just like the way he proactively kind of did that right away, and I think this sets a good tone for both sides, is for him, as well as the Yankees, how they perceive him and everyone else there, so, uh yeah, Verdugo, nice and cleaned up there, so hopefully keeps that going for the whole offseason. Now, I mentioned at the top, Yankees he's oddly uh, making a move trading Billy McKinney who they got back now they had McKinney they put him on waivers no one claimed them then they would give him a minor league assignment he declined the assignment so went to free agency no one signed him so then the yankees signed him to a minor league contract but then it turns out now cashman trading mckinney to the pittsburgh pirates uh, for some international pool money to use on some prospects there so again the whole thing was kind of bizarre why he bought him back in the first place like it was a decent bench player for the yankees like that but like you have a pull-off right now of outfielders and there's not enough room around to be around and you're not gonna bring a guy at like that who's Okay, I know he's not a superstar, but he's a veteran. He's not a guy that's not going to play in the minors, and he's not a guy you're going to keep on the bench. So, if there's no really starting job for him or somewhere he could play a lot of outfield time, it doesn't make sense why the Yankees brought him back to begin with. So, I don't know. This might have been a situation where he was floating around the back of Cashman's head, and then Cashman finally realized really there's no spot for this guy. What's the point of bringing him into spring training? So, ship him out to Pittsburgh, and at least he'll have a shot there where maybe he could crack the starting lineup, at least get more playing time again. The Yankees right now have a plethora of outfielders. Of course, you got Judge, you got Sosa. You got Verdugo, uh, you got someone like Oswaldo Cabrera who could play any outfield position. Also, you have people around like Pereira who they brought up late in the season. You have Florial floating around. So, again, there was, there was even no reason to bring McKinney back in the first place. But nevertheless, uh, they end up shipping him out there. Now, the Yankees also making another minor league move, you would say, uh, minor league contract. So signing former Pirates reliever Dwayne Underwood. Uh, now you might not know about him, not really spectacular, 29 years old, uh, he appeared in uh, 20 games for them uh, last year, had a record of 1-0, two saves, uh, but a ballooned ERA of 5.18, you don't like to see that as well, he had like a career low strikeouts per nine innings there, so not really coming off an impressive season, and it kind of wasn't really a great season for him, got designated for assignment back in May, no one really claimed him, then he stayed in their minor league system, and kind of like at 29, 30 years old, you're kind of like, alright, are you a major league talent or not, are you going to make it or are you not? So this is more Cashman is bringing in some arms in just to have some options. Again, the Yankees have lost a lot of arms recently in some of the deals for you know both Soto and um, Verdugo. I mean, the Yankees have, kinda have been un- unloading some arms there, so I guess this wants to bring in some guys just for some options to make up to that. Again, that's Kind of what happens when you bring in a big name like Soto and even a middle-level name like Verdugo. Uh, so I guess this Yankees want to stock up some arms there. So I don't put much into it. Will he make the team? Will he not make the team? I don't know. You maybe you hit lightning in a bottle with one of these guys. And you figure, you know, even though his strikeouts per nine innings isn't that great. But again, maybe you figure like, well, we're bringing in here. Maybe Matt Blake could tweak a thing or two and maybe could turn him into something else there. So that's really all the moves in Yankee land. Now, of course, they're still waiting on Yamamoto. Uh, for at least the Yankees in the front office feel that they liked they were at least feel confident in their pitch to him uh, that was you know this previous Monday where they met his uh, representatives in California now of course you're hearing that's coming down to the Yankees and the Dodgers as the two teams going for him and I mentioned this you know in the most recent YouTube episode that if you know all things being equal I still think the Dodgers would have the upper hand in the situation uh, just to reiterate you know we've heard previous rumors that Yamamoto wants to go somewhere else where there's a Japanese player well I don't know. The Dodgers just signed a guy called Otani. I think he's Japanese. He's kind of a big player there. So just look for the. I mean, this is the sales pitch for the Dodgers. I mean, we're the Dodgers. Obviously, you know they spend big. They're the highest payroll team. They're a team that just came off 100 plus wins. I know they had a disappointing postseason, but this is a World Series now team, and they just added Otani. Um, so, I think it's, it's going to be a hard sale for the Yankees to overcome. Now, I know the New York Yankees are well-respected, well-regarded, and the Yankees brought out all the bells and whistles ahead uh, to Hideki Matsui, you know, pitch in with them, help them, you know, just kind of present the Yankees in the whole transition from Japanese baseball over to American baseball and playing for the New York Yankees. But other than that, what have the Yankees done lately? They haven't won a championship since Matsui was a Yankee in 2009. So, you know, the Dodgers at least won championships. They've been in the World Series. I mean, they've been making some deep postseason runs lately more than the Yankees have been making. The Yankees are coming off an 82-win season, so if you're Yamamoto, where do you want to go? Do you want to go to this hot Hollywood team that's just going to be the apple everyone's eye going into 2024? I mean, everybody's going to be watching them. you have all the celebs in the crowd. I mean, it's going to be the place to be, plus California, is Los Angeles, it's warmer. Um, you know, the fans aren't as crazy and rabid, so if you have some bad games, you're not going to have people booing you from the stands and getting trashed in the media there, so it's just- it's going to be harder for the Yankees to sell themselves. And plus, of course... Uh, with Otani taking that kind of reduced or at least deferred deal as we say he's only getting paid two million dollars a year well now the, the Dodgers can offer um, Yamamoto a max type of deal or something very similar just to get those two Japanese stars on the same team and I just think for a selling point it's going to be really hard for the Yankees to beat that they're just going to have to either blow them away with more money or more years to entice them from the Dodgers but if you're asking me if I'm Yamamoto I'm probably more interested in going to the Dodgers than the Yankees right now um, so unfortunately I just think the Yankees don't have the good inside track on that but of course, the Yankees feel good in their presentation. So we'll see what comes of that. Now, another baseball news, as we know, the Giants struck out on Ohtani, Uh So it looks like they've gone to plan B. And that's Jung ho Lee, the Korean center fielder. Kind of introduced him on a, a couple episodes on the YouTube channel there before. Um, now, he had a great 2022 season, but a disappointing 2023. And it was cut short with an ankle injury. But he would have been possible as an option if the Yankees weren't able to secure Soto or if they weren't able to get someone like Bellinger. He could have been of the Yankees would have Go, go after a left-handed bat power hitter um and also a center fielder now I never thought he made much sense for the Yankees because you know as a center fielder well you know at some point you have Dominguez coming back next year and you're paying him peanuts and he's going to be around and under control for a while so why would you want to shell some big money for a, a guy like this so I never really thought the Yankees were going to strongly consider them but you heard his name out there but nevertheless ends up with the Giants um signing for uh six years at 113 million dollars so uh, hopefully he turns around and uh, have it nice uh injury-free 2024 now someone who's going to be injured is going to be out is matt scherzer uh, turning out going to need a back surgery uh and it all kind of makes sense there did not look good at all in 2023 uh was terrible with the Mets. came over to the texas rangers was equally terrible there and just lucked himself on being in the right place in the right time to just get a world championship there ring with them uh but again he didn't look like himself something was wrong with him and people say maybe his age maybe he's burnt out maybe he's, he's cooked but it seemed like you know probably the back injury kind of makes sense texas ranger man you don't want cry for them to the championships but look at the money they shell for uh, jacob de gets hurt um have to shut him down for the rest of the years and then you, you bring in scherzer as well as you take on the money in his contract now and then he goes down with this injury and you're not going to have him probably for the bulk of 2024 there so that's all the baseball news now we just wait in the wings for yamamoto he's gotten some other offers from other teams there but you figure hopefully uh decision is going to be made by the end of 2023 there so uh make sure you keep listening in look out and that's why you want to subscribe and get uh, Again, once the deal happens, whether he comes to the Yankees or doesn't come to the Yankees, there'll be a lot to discuss. We'll catch you next time.